Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy you've tuned into the show. Whether you have listened before or you're brand new, I'm so grateful for you. You have no idea. And this episode is brought to you by my Become Aligned course. And podcasts are amazing. And I know that you know that because you guys all listen to them. And I do too. And sometimes they are not necessarily enough because while we're listening, sometimes we're passively listening and we're not actively listening. So the reason that Chris and I, Chris is my husband, the reason we've created this course is because we get asked so many questions outside of the podcast on how we started living the life that we live now, a life of happiness, of abundance, of really understanding that life is always full of problems every single day, but there's always a solution. And how do we shift back into a mindset that's going to keep us happy, keep us together, keep us successful, and keep us in thriving relationships. And that is what 
our Become Aligned course is about. Because we cover everything from mindset to the rituals that we do every single day. We talk about different energy sources that's really going to provide you with lasting energy. We talk about your purpose and what that actually means, what it is, and how it's ever-changing. We're going to tap into your beliefs. We're going to show you how to build a tribe to support where you're going. And we're definitely going to talk about wealth, abundance, money, all of the good things and how to sustain all of this. Because while, like I said, podcasts are absolutely awesome, you don't necessarily sit down and actually write out a plan for yourself. Because as much as I can sit here and tell you on the podcast what we do and how much, how many different people that I can interview, it's important that you actually learn how to apply these things in your own life. So if you've been listening for a while and you are ready to go deep and you really want to get some direct training and be able to dive into your life and yourself and your mindset, this is the course for you. I don't know about you, but I absolutely have points in my life where I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes I hit walls where I don't necessarily feel happy anymore and I haven't sat with myself long enough. I haven't really let myself think. I haven't written out how I actually feel. And so many people who took this course said that it was completely life-changing and they revealed a lot of things about themselves, about them li- about their lives, about their relationships that they weren't really looking at or they were avoiding. And it's about having those tough conversations, not only with other people, but really with yourself and knowing that you have the tools and the access to the tools. And we're going to teach you all of the tools that you need, not only to move through things, but to actually thrive on the other side. So you guys, I would love for you to join the Aligned community. It's such a special group of human beings and you get lifetime access. This is nine different modules where you're going to be working through each area of your life at your own pace. So you might need something on abundance. You might need more on you know money. You might need more on your purpose, on your tribe. This is where you can really go deep on exactly what you need and make sure that you're not missing any of your blind spots if you are feeling stuck or if you are wondering how everyone is doing it and how they're managing it all. This is a truly honest course about how to have a thriving life and manage and deal with all of the different problems that do come up in your life and understand that not everyone is going to support you and not everyone is for you and you are not for everyone. And that's okay. It's finding your people. It's forgiving yourself. It's creating a life of abundance and choosing your own purpose and your happiness. So you guys, you can go to becomealigned.com. That's becomealigned.com. And you guys know that because you're listeners, I'm going to give you an awesome deal and an awesome discount. And I cannot wait to see you in that community. And also let me know if you join because it is such an awesome, awesome uh, community. And also I'm really proud of this course. Chris and I poured our heart and our soul into this. Everything that we've done, everything that we've learned, we've invested so much into ourselves that this is everything that we have applied in our lives. And if you want to know how we've done it, we put it all on the table. We've put it all in this course. So if you want to know, go check it out at becomealigned.com. So let's get into the show. Know when something is shiny 
and know when something's yes. a great opportunity and know when your loved one spending time with them is the best choice of them all. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm really excited for this one because I wasn't even going to use this episode. Chris sat down to interview me for our 2020, kind of our annual episode. We've started doing this, I think, a couple years ago. And I ended up loving this podcast so much that I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to use this for my podcast too. So you'll hear that it is introed for his podcast, but I think you're going to love this content because it is all about the things that we are going to be doing for 2020 to become the next version of ourselves. And I just think that you guys can adopt this tradition if you want to, because this is something not only that we've done every year, but we just added something that we share with you on here that I feel is going to be super powerful. So you guys, I feel some crazy ass energy around 2020 and I cannot wait to share this episode with you and just walk into this new year with all of you. So I just want to thank you for always listening and grateful for you. Let me know your takeaways on this episode. Tag my husband, Chris Harder, and I. Let us know what you're going to do around the four things that we're doing. So tell us your four things. I would love to hear them and tag us and I will share them. This yeah. is just fun. I love doing this every single year. I do too. And like I said, when I started, it's always the most popular. I think it makes sense, right? Because it's it's a peak inside our lives, what went well, what didn't, and really what are we thinking about as we head into not just the new year, but the new decade. Now, one thing that we are heading into that I feel mm-hmm. remiss if I don't bring up, especially because I have you on here right now, I don't think I've ever told this audience. I've never told this audience, Ooh. but you have a five-day intensive train the trainer up for anybody that wants to learn mm-hmm. how to create and run and host their own profitable events. And there's really two things there, right? It's coming up in January. It's five days long. It's a really small group. Mm-hmm. It's you and, and Lindsay, and you guys are going to just go all in on teaching everybody, hey, if you're a brand or if you want to be a brand or if you have a company, here's how you create the event, like all the secrets of the trade. Here's how you throw the event. Here's mm-hmm. where to put your money. Here's where not to put your money. Here's how to fill the event. Mm-hmm. And best of all, you're going to have a stage and they're going to get to really get comfortable with speaking and literally executing exercises to bond people at the event. On top of that, that's half of it is you, if you come to event love and for all of the people who are coming to event love, you are essentially 50% of the event. Yep. You will actually, this is not for the faint of heart. This is for people who are ready to step into their vision and actually make their dreams happen this year because you will be on stage 
You will have your time to speak on stage for a couple minutes. You'll be facilitating in the room. You'll be putting people through different exercises. It's literally like you are stepping into the event host. And you're also going to be in the room with people who also are having events this year. Like, I think what people don't get, Chris, is that it's not just, it's like, they're too afraid to get in the rooms that could essentially just by showing up completely transform them and change their entire lives. So it's like, yeah, I get that you're scared. I get that you don't feel like that person yet. Does anybody feel like that person yet when they're stepping into that room? You just have to be willing enough to go and show up and stay in the fire. And so really it's like, you're going to, yes, be put on the spot to go and do things, but isn't that what you need and what you're desiring to finally become the person that you're supposed to become? Yeah, it is. I don't know if you're scaring them or exciting them. Probably, there's probably two halves right now they are listening. That's perfect. Yeah, there's because I want the like, half oh, that who is not know- for me. I want the half who knows that if they don't go big and do something big, that they're never going to do it. Well, that, on top of that, if you're not creating events for your brand this year in 2020, as we head into this new decade, you're going to fall behind everybody else's because we're moving into the experiential economy. Mm -hmm. And the problem is I'm seeing so many of our friends, you know who they are. We could name at least six or seven of them that are starting to throw events, but they're, they're not doing it in the correct way Mm -hmm. and they're losing money or they're not filling or they're having to change venues because, you know, they had a big venue and they had to go down to a small one and we want to save everybody that heartache. And so we are literally lifting the curtain on every single thing we do to fill our events to make them profitable, to execute them so people have a great experience and they leave as raving fans. And we're lifting the curtain on all of those secrets. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. So listen, if this is for you, now here's the good news is she's doing it. The bad news is we waited until it's about four weeks away and there's less than 10 spots left. Mm -hmm. And so the minute that you hear this, if this is for you, go to Event Love, that's L-U-V, we made it cute, Event Mm -hmm. Love, L-U-V, Dot com. Check it out and pull the trigger on your ticket. It's going to be a tiny, intimate room. How many people, Lori? About 50? 50. Yeah, 50. That's it. And there's for less, a week. Than, less than 10 spots left for a whole week getting that one-on-one like collaborative training. It's mm-hmm. going to be amazing. So go check it out. Event Love. That's E-V-E-N-T-L-U-V dot com and grab one of those last few spots. Mm-hmm. Well, there's going to be some people, Lori, that are starting events this year because of that. And that kind of fits into our theme of start, stop, face and embrace. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what's going to come out, but I'll pose <laughs> you. Either. We'll go back and forth. I think it's only fair if we both answer this question yeah. um, and we'll go back and forth. You know, I'll say, okay, what are you going to start doing? What are you going to stop doing? What are you going to face? What are you going to embrace? So you can start thinking right now. Okay. Yeah, guys, I have not thought about this yet. So, <laughs> so it's going to be really interesting. You know, we while, have this plan for next week that we are actually going to do this, but this will really start our. We're going to do this on this New Year's. This is going to start our wheels right yep. now. So it's perfect. Most of the listeners know every single year on New Year's, we say no to every single party, every single invitation, mm-hmm. every single everything. And just the two of us stay in. We've been doing this for 10 years now. And we do activities like this to reflect on the year and to really plan out the next one, to call our shot, to build that set of tracks to get there. And just really step into the new year bonded and aligned in our goals. How important is that? Really important. But right now all I'm thinking is who would it have to be for us to break that tradition? Cause like, would it be, have to be like Beyonce, Jay-Z? We, I said no to a Diddy party, literally Diddy's 50th birthday party the other night. I know. So it'd have to be somebody pretty like. You said no to there. a Justin Bieber party. I did two nights in a row. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. There's a reflection of this year. 
<laughs> two nights in a row. You can't make this stuff up. I just want to know why I'm not getting invited. I said no to going to Justin Bieber's party. The next night I said no to going to Diddy's 50th. That's wild. I'm doing something wrong. Hey, does that say something about our tribe really getting up leveled this year? Really does. But yeah, so I guess we just won't break the tradition because here's the thing. I know the power of those couple days where we do planning, where we call it in, where we manifest. And and most of all, you know, what we've added the last couple of years was reflecting on what we did the year before and like really getting grateful and looking at the person that we became mm-hmm. and all of like the scary things that we stepped into and said yes to. You know, I I just realized today and we'll we'll get into this, but like I said yes to something that I had a moment where I was like, wait, do I know this? Should I speak on this? Do I know this topic very well? Do I? And I was like, oh my God, are you gonna not say yes to this because you're afraid you're not smart enough? I was like, you're gonna get smart enough. Mm-hmm. So I said yes. And that's that's just how it has to be. It was just a reminder of, hey, don't forget about what actually works. Saying yes before you're ready. It's amazing. I, I already know one of my answers of what I'm gonna stop doing and just gonna be stop saying yes to the small things. But I don't wanna go there yet. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but I do. People are probably right now literally (laughs) like, why would he say no to going to Justin Bieber's party? Why would he say no to going to Diddy's 50th birthday party? Uh, I really think this is important for us to talk about real quick because for those out there that are struggling in relationship uh, with their significant others, this is a perfect example of one night I knew you were not feeling well and it was better for me to stay home on the couch. I was tired, but you were, remember you were really sick. Mm And um, I wanted to be home with you and, and spend the time with you and, and nurse you back to health. And then the next night, I didn't want to stay out all night long. We were already at another party. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wanted to have fun in that moment and then go home with you instead of go chase the the shiny, distracting thing that would have made me be out all night and feel like garbage the next day and sabotage the next few days. And so, honestly, wasn't the one party we were at so much fun? Like with yes. really close friends. My cup was like, already filled yeah, up. I didn't need amazing. to go chase the shiny thing. So I, I share that example so that people out there maybe realize one of the keys of relationship or even just the keys of what you want to accomplish this year is know when something is shiny and know when something's yes. a great opportunity and know when your loved one spending time with them is the best choice of them all. Yeah. And that's such a cool thing to say because some people, it's like, here's the thing. If going to a party, whether it's that party or something else or going to a networking event, but you don't yet have like a reason why it's going to help you. If it feels like a distraction, if it's taking away from something currently, then truly, yes, it is a distraction. Sometimes we get invited to things where we, we're we not going to be connecting in the way that we could be connecting somewhere else. And just kind of, I'm trying to tell them like how to actually assess a good opportunity mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. Well, not all good things are yeah. good for you. Right. That's true. That's yes. one of the most game-changing things I think I've realized is not all good things are good for me. Exactly. Okay. So let's get into this. Um, start, stop, face, and embrace. I'm putting mm-hmm. you on the spot. Ooh. In 2020, what is something you are going to start? In 2020, I am going to start going to different networking events and to different events and connecting with people who are founders and who run businesses. So I am completely shifting my focus of who I'm spending time with, what types of events I'm going to, because I need to learn a new language. And that is the language of running a business, of being a CEO, of being a founder. So I... I'm going to start uh, shifting 
all gears. And that means right down to who I'm hanging around. I got to, so I got to ask you, because a lot of people are wondering right now, wait a minute, she has three seven figure businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, What does she mean? She needs to switch into CEO, switch into founder, learn how to run a business. She's already running a business at a high Mm, level. So clarify that for them. I am going to a CPG product. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's consumer packaged goods. Yes, for people consumer packaged goods. And that is completely different than what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, First time I haven't capital. had to learn how to raise money yeah. and I have to go in and I have to raise capital yep. and I have to learn about business partners and yep. I have to learn about running a big team of people. Mm-hmm. I have to supply chains. The whole yes. I mean, there's, there's, it's, it's endless and it's amazing and it's exciting, but I, I've, everything up until now has been really about, you know, getting more, learning more about personal development, about, running events mm-hmm. about helping other people with their businesses. But do you realize all that's going to translate into you running this company? Sure. You got some very big new things to learn Yeah, and you're going to have some hiccups. It's just going to, it's just going to happen. Of course. But so much of that journey is going to be easier because of your past experience that you've already exercised a lot of those muscles. I already feel that way because here's what's helping me right now is knowing that I'm not going to feel certain. Yep. Like I, I think that's my superpower is the awareness that uncertainty is inevitable and it's always there and it's always lingering and you'll figure it out. Yep. If I've learned one thing, it's that you'll figure it out, but you have to put yourself into the middle of uncertainty daily. Mm, I love that. Okay. You want to know what I'm going to start in 2020? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think this will surprise a lot of people. Not you because you know, but this I've never said this out loud to any audience or anybody ever. Lymphatic massage. What's that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to start. This January, writing. I have a book mm. that you know about that I've been wanting to publish for you know more than a year. Yeah, and I'm finally going to create the space and the intentionality behind writing it, getting out and publishing it this year. I Guys, it's going to be so good. Wait, so oh, I can start writing so in 2020. Good. It's and it's not that hard of a project, right? I mean, I'm going to get some help. Our team is in place to make this happen. Let's uh, talk we, about why it's not that hard, though. Okay. Because you saw me do it in a much more challenging way. Yes. And so I just want to say for people who have not written a book yet, you'll have to share what you're doing down the road. But I will say for some people who have not written a book yet, yeah, that's... It's mm-hmm. it's a hard journey if you don't know about it. So you need to go and hang out with people who have written a book because what we're doing is we're talking about like, what would I have done differently? Mm-hmm. And now that we have been through that journey, we can see so many things that were unnecessary yep. and so many better practices. So yeah, I think your experience is going to be freaking beautiful because technically you've already done it once with me. Well, this is one of the things that we teach some of the aspiring authors in our masterminds, yeah. right? Is after going through the journey the way that we did, it was a success, but I, I now know how to sell <laughs> twice as many yes. books for half the budget. Yes. And that's the key right there. Think about that. Twice as many books for half the budget. Uh-huh. And you can't... You you almost can't learn those things until you go through it yourself. Or I don't think you can. Unless you're blessed that somebody shares the path. But even when somebody shares the path, you ever notice how we just take the wrong path stubborn. anyways? Yeah. it's you're, When I say you, I mean, well, yeah, you and me. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> We're so stubborn. Like you, you, you have to do it because you think you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You have to learn. All right. So shifting gears, where did it start? What are you going to stop in 2020? I'm going to stop. And I've been working on this. I'm going to stop people pleasing and worrying about other people's 
This is so crazy. This I almost don't sounds you rude. As a people pleaser. Because I've been working on it fiercely. Oh. Fiercely. But here's the thing is like even when I'm around people though, I still feel like I want to people please, but I mm. I don't. But it's still if the feeling is still there, even if you've stopped something, you're still actually mentally doing it. Just like you might have started taking weekends for the first time in your life, yep. but you haven't really started taking weekends if you mentally are still stressed out and working in your head. Yep. So for me, I have physically stopped people pleasing to the point where I don't go up to people in, you know, uh, different social settings or sometimes even in different group things that I'm running, worrying about the person who I know no matter where they go is not going to have a good time. I've shifted my focus from them because I know that I can't change that to either A, having a good time or serving the people who I know are truly there to up level or enjoy their life. Like even in social settings, it's, I used to be like, oh my God, you know, this person's not having fun or this family member's pouting in the corner and my all of my focus would go to that person. Mm -hmm. And now, and I would go over and I'd be like, how can I make your experience better? And oh, you know, are you having a good time? And I'd try to make them laugh and my God, that's exhausting. Yeah. And then it takes away from all of your fun. So even though I have physically stopped people pleasing in the last year, like you've noticed, I haven't gone and done those no. things. Things, I mentally am still worried. Yeah. So this year I am mentally stopping or mentally choosing to notice when I'm doing it and to keep continuing to show up in the practice of stopping worrying about people pleasing. Wow. There's really two steps to stopping something, isn't there? Mm -hmm. There's the physical step where you're not literally doing it anymore, but you're still doing it mentally yeah. or struggling with it. And then there's the the uh, mental step where you're finally shedding yourself or detaching from that desire. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that the difference between, and this is such a funny time to talk about it because it's the holidays and we're like drinking all of the time mm -hmm. right now, but it's even like tearing off the bandaid and stopping drinking. But then there comes an actual point where, you know, cause you want to stop the habit of like, oh my God, I have a new party every day, or there's something social every single night, or then you start leaning on having a glass of wine every night. There's the point where you stop. And then there's the point where you actually are okay, not having it yep. <laughs> because you've committed enough time to being like, oh, I got to focus my joy on something else other than this bottle of wine, which actually sounds amazing right now. <laughs> doesn't I, have it? Wine I know. I was like, do you want to stop this podcast right now? We interrupt this podcast. <laughs> when you start for... doing stuff. I'm going to stop this podcast. I'm going to start <laughs> opening a bottle of wine. We're going to interrupt this podcast. I'm going to face the wine glass and I'm going to embrace yeah. the taste. Oh, yes. Okay. We better keep going. All right. Uh, what are what you am gonna I going to stop? I'm going to stop saying yes to the small things that nickel and dimed my time, the small favors, the mm -hmm. small appearances, the small opportunities. But this is what's tough. I don't even like calling them small. No, I know. But I don't know another word for I them. I know. Right? So here's what I, I want people to really understand what transcending feels like. And that's not always comfortable. And that sometimes you're choosing from the lesser of two evils. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way life is. So in 2019, I felt like I said yes to a lot of yeah. smaller podcasts mm -hmm. because I was excited for the people. I know what it felt like to, to get started on one and, and I wanted to support them. Mm -hmm. And that desire to support these beginners has not changed except my schedule has changed. My yeah. responsibilities have changed and something has to give. Mm -hmm. Here's another example. Um, speaking at people's events, like real small ones, or speaking for less than my speaking fee, uh, because I, I was excited about their event, or because um, I, I wanted to support them. That hasn't changed. A desire hasn't changed. Of course. Except I literally, physically, and mentally 
can't say yes in 2020 because I know what it's bringing. And so I either have to choose to keep saying yes to the small things or saying no to them. And it's going to hurt my heart, but there's no other way to protect my physical and mental Your sanity mental health. Yeah. as I go into 2020. Because if 2019 was big, 2020 is insane. It might be the legendary year that you and I talk about the rest of our life. And I know what's coming up. I know that's you can the tell truth. I'm struggling with this. Well, I watched you break down though. So I want to remind you of, and everybody who's listening, if you are in breakdown because you are overwhelmed and you are busy, you are only in that spot because of what you said yes to. So you truly have to look at what you're saying yes to and know, yeah, some people are going to call you an asshole. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to be like, you know what? I went to his blank and did this and he's still not saying yes. Well, yeah, so did... You know, and this is great. This is a beautiful spot to be. So did a hundred or a thousand other people. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Your family wants to see you and you can't give everything to everyone. So it's really about expectation, like you setting a really powerful expectation and watching your words around expectation. Mm -hmm. And when I say you, I mean me too. Mm -hmm. And everyone who's listening, you guys, Everyone who's listening needs to set up expectations in their business and in their life and in their relationships and then set up boundaries around it. And you have to know what you want. And if you need weekends or you need time with certain people or you want quality time with your best friends, certain things are going to have to go. People are going to be mad at you. People are going to be pissed and they're going to get over it. And they're not just mad at you. Believe me, if anyone's going to get mad, they're going to get there. That's how they are in their life with everyone. It's so funny. I'm sitting here as you're saying this thinking like some people will hear this and say, but you're already doing well. Why do you need more? Why do you need bigger? Why do you need... And in other words, they're saying, why can't you just repeat what you did last year and be happy? Mm -hmm. And it's because I've got a calling to do something bigger Um, to reach more people. Because growth. And I I want to be super unapologetic about because growth. Because clearly when when they start stepping into who they really are, they will understand this a million percent. So if someone doesn't understand, they have not yet stopped yeah. either betraying themselves or stop, started showing up as themselves. Yeah. And that is a really hard truth, but I actually hope that it gives somebody the strength and the power to be like, wow, it's okay to want to grow. Yeah. This isn't, I got to be super honest. It's not even about wanting more physical things. About wanting growth. This is about if I don't grow, I'm going to die. Yep. Because you are going one way or the other. There's no staying the same. No. There's no repeating last year. Impossible. Uh, like I'm completely aware that if I don't, if I don't make sure I hang around with people smarter than me, that's why they always talk about, you know, every great book talks about how you need mentors mm-hmm. and how you need people who are below your level, at your level and above your level. And all we're doing, because we have amazing freaking people in our life who are at our level and we hang out with, we have people that we mentor all of the time. And then we also need to make sure that we are massively growing. Like we can't serve the people who are coming into our stuff if we don't grow. Like you actually stop, you get stagnant and your people feel it. They're like, holy shit, you can't talk about this one more time. Yeah. Like we have a podcast. If we don't grow, we don't have a podcast. Because we got nothing new to talk about. Yeah, there you go. If you're listening because you think we're interesting, if we don't grow, we will become very 
uninteresting to you very, very quick. Oh, I promise. I've had months where I'm like, holy shit, if I, ke- if I keep my listeners, I'm lucky. That happens to me. I'm serious. <laughs> There's times like, I don't know what I'm going to go up and yeah, record. Yeah, like I cannot talk about the same thing. And that's when I know I need to get a new book. I need to go hang out with some different people. Yep. Yeah. Oh, amen. Okay. Let's move on to face. We did start. We did stop. What are you going to face in 2020? I feel like I'm already starting. There's a few people in my life who I absolutely adore. But at the same time, I get really triggered and I want to face tough conversations that are going to make us better. I wonder how many people are hearing this right now, wondering if it's them. No, they, they know. <laughs> <laughs> they know because it's it's probably something where we have friction and we both feel it and we've already talked about it. Isn't that funny that people go through life feeling friction, but they pretend it's not there? Is that asinine? It's so asinine. It's like feeling a sliver in your ass and doing nothing about it. Yeah, and being like, oh, I, I see that we have a twin sliver in our asses. Why don't we take it out? Well, how would you end up with twin slivers in your asses? Maybe we both slide along the same park bench. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're going to start facing these um, tension points yeah, tension. with people that you love, yes. probably because you want to love them more. I want to love them more. I don't want to, I don't want to like worry about getting together and having there be like trigger points or tension. Like there shouldn't be if we could just talk about it. You want to name all of them on this podcast? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But I want people to understand what you just said. And that is you want to face the tension parts that most people don't face because they're like, well, I don't want to bring it up. I love them. Mm-hmm. But you want to face it in order to love them more. Yeah. Even if, you know, I, I'm thinking about just some family members, like, honestly, there's stuff with every family that like certain topics should just be avoided. <laughs> like you're not going to agree and you know that. So like agreeing to be like, hey, if this comes up, could we like just skip on it? Because we know somebody is going to leave, you know, irritated. Yeah. yeah. I like it. All right. What am I going to face this year? I've already had that conversation, by the way, like with family members and some of it's like, it's gone freaking amazing. I mean, it wasn't fun and the conversation wasn't fun, but now we can be like, Hey, remember when we said X, Y, and Z and we just mm-hmm. kind of drop it and go back to it as a reference point and, and squash it right away. Mm-hmm. So you would advise people have that conversation uh, now. Love it. Maybe not at Christmas. <laughs> well, all right. What I'm going to face in 2020, I'm going to face my health. My physical health. And what I mean by that is is I'm 42 and I'm fortunate to look good, feel good, uh, be ahead of the curve, mm-hmm. as I would think. But this is the first year, if I'm being honest, that I have felt sore, physically sore mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I know. My you knees, say it all the time. my hips, um, my neck, a couple my other back. things. Yeah. <laughs> you want to finish that song? I don't remember the rest. Okay. It gets vulgar. Just oh. kidding. But this is the year that I felt sore a lot and that I, it's the first year that I kept saying, oh, I'll lose those five pounds next month. Oh, and I've spent the whole year about five pounds up from what I think is really fit and healthy. Um, and so I need to face my health because I'm 42 mm-hmm. and I know that this is the point. This is that tipping point where the little things either compound in my favor. Mm-hmm. Or the little things compound out of control against me. So how are you going to do that? Because like, I would like to support it because honestly, I found someone else's five pounds. So <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think first and foremost, I'm not going to stop networking at the furious pace that I do, but I'm going to just have to have less cocktails when I do because yep. the cocktails lead to uh, 
a little bit uh, worse food choices, right? Everything starts to small spiral out of control. So a couple extra cocktails leads to, oh, I'll eat that big thing of fries right there or all the cheese and cracker board mm-hmm. to then leads getting to not home. processing fat as well either. Yep. And then not getting good sleep because oh, your instead of one cocktail, I had three. And then my stress, so I didn't get a lot of sleep. So I woke up the next day and I'm groggy and my stress hormone is up. And now that day I maybe give 80% on my workout because I'm complaining to Abe, my trainer, about how I'm sore or dehydrated or mm-hmm. this or that. Like, do you see how it all just and spirals out kinda, of control? Like, even like you're kind of crabbier around the house or like you feel not, not crabby, but Blast sometimes you feel short tempered, which when you're handling, and we talked about this in bed the other night, like when you're handling as much as you are handling right now, you and I are handling like, we actually can't be 20% less. No, uh-uh. And our team can't see us 20% less. Nope. Consistently. Nope. And guess what? Networking is consistent for us. Yep. Yeah, that part isn't going to change. So I yeah. have to change the way I do or the, what I do when I'm doing it. Yeah. It's, it's the bottom line. I have to choose to change uh, it sucks, how I'm going to go out there and network. Like it sucks because I already feel like we do so much for our health and I feel like we eat so damn healthy. Yep. Yet when you lead a fast paced life like this, you you need to go up to... The amount of travel we do, the amount of events, the amount of speaking, the amount of standing, yeah. the amount of exerting um, teaching energy, yeah. the amount of the, our, our pace, our schedule. I've got no choice but to clean it up this year. I'm telling you, this is the, the tipping point year. It either get, gets way in my favor or it gets way out of control. I, I yeah. literally, you know, when you have intuition and it's like, knock, 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 mm-hmm. this is the moment. Are you going left or are you going right? I know. I've got to make that choice. I've been go. having that too. Like you better upgrade the operating system or it's going to break down. Mm-hmm. And and we know it. I mean, I knew it because the last couple masterminds and this, the last year, last year's bliss project, I felt, I loved, I love it, but I felt like I got hit by a bus. I, I didn't even, I wasn't working out during it, but you, anyone who does events or who's spoken for long periods of time on stage or for days on stage, like your body undergoes something I've never experienced. Like your joints hurt. You feel like you worked out for three days straight more than you've ever, like, it's like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. Your self-care has to go to a level of like, like I don't even take baths and I have to take like baths and do aromatherapy. And like, I can't, I don't even do that. Like I have to take care of myself and get massages and get IVs. And I'm like, oh my God, like that's what it takes to actually function at this level, but I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but it is an eye opener because I can't get away with what I got away with before. No, uh-uh. it's, it, I mean, common sense says as we get older, we can't get away with what we got away with before. So it's time to ma- start making these good choices. And you know what else I want to point out about, about that? We don't have a day to like be hungover or feel depressed. Nope. If I feel weak in my business, something big could happen where I'm, I'm like, Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm a failure. See, I shouldn't go on. I need every ounce of confidence and I need every ounce of energy to show up in a way that can hold responsibility of a company that can be what I want it to be. Yep. Absolutely. Especially as he starts his new one. Mm-hmm. Okay. We said we're going to do start, stop, face, and embrace. So what are you going to embrace in 2020? Hmm. Okay, I'm going completely to the opposite spectrum of what we just said. Oh, gosh. But it's so perfect because I'm going to embrace when I fail at everything I just said. I'm going to let it be okay. And I'm going to I'm going to have massive grace. And I'm going to say that's, that's a part of it too. Where's that fine line, Lori? Where's that fine line between 
giving yourself grace and permission that you failed at these really healthy things that you said you're going to do or holding yourself accountable saying, no, I'm building this into a habit. No, I'm making the the tough but good choice. Like, where is that line? Um, I think it's when the healthy stuff doesn't feel healthy. Like sometimes you hit this wall of taking such good care of yourself and being so rigid that all of a sudden you like are not having any fun. Mm. You could be the, let me tell you, I, I've had the body, like I've done all of those things Mm -hmm. and it took so much rigidity. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. Rigidity. That there was a point where it was like, oh yeah, I've checked every box. Health is in check. Sleep is in check. Everything's great. But my social life and not even social life, my feeling of connection is like zero. Mm -hmm. So I think when it, when you've hit the place of like health actually doesn't feel healthy, Mm -hmm. you need to know that you can also go, go and enjoy yourself. Like whatever, enjoying yourself doesn't mean you have to go to extremes. Like maybe you just build in, you know, something for yourself. But yeah, I, I, that's the first thing that came up for me. I'm sure there's a lot I'm going to accept. Um, you know, I, I do want to add, like, I just want to accept that there's, that there's tough times in the world. I want to accept that there, that the world is always on a roller coaster and I don't have to ride it. Um, I want to accept emotions that I usually try to reject. So I think that's part of it too. I love it. All right. Start, stop, face, and embrace. In 2020, I'm going to embrace this really crazy pace that I know that 2020 is about to bring. And and here's what I mean by embrace it. So in the past, I would let a fast and furious pace make me crabby or irritable you know, like, woe is me. Can't you see how busy I am? Can't you see how much I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is this. It made me feel like garbage. Yeah, I mean, literally like choosing the perspective of I'm over here suffering. So that makes me feel like garbage. And it makes the people around me feel like garbage when I'm in that mood too. Can't mm-hmm. you see how busy I am? Yeah. I don't literally say that, but you know, they have that energy of that. And it's really just perspective. You see, if I flip it and if I choose to know it's coming and to embrace it. Now it's a welcome pace. Mm-hmm. It's really what our friend Christine Hassler talks about, an expectation hangover, right? So my expectation hangover was I expected I was going to have free time, I expected I was going to have a more elegant pace, I expected. Mm-hmm. And when it didn't happen, I acted like a baby and kicked and screamed, mm-hmm. joking, but kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I choose to embrace the crazy pace that I know 2020 is about to bring, mm-hmm. Now it's expected. And now that perspective is one of it's welcome Mm -hmm. and it changes everything. How I see it, how I feel, the energy I emote from it. um, It's going to be the absolute game changer because Mm -hmm. I see it coming instead of expecting it to to be the other way. And listen, no better time than now. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have a kid yet. We have the team in place for it. Right now, we have we got the dream team right now. Our team is finally at a place where we're hiring for where we're going, not for where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the contacts and the support systems in place for it. So if not now, when? If, mm-hmm. if this is not the year that we embrace the crazy pace and it changes everything for good once and for all, then when are we going to do it, babe? There are people much busier than us <laughs> who, who you wouldn't even more. know. 
Billionaires with five kids. Who you wouldn't even know because they that is what they expect from their life and they don't talk about it. Like it actually drives me bananas when I say like I'm busy or when I hear you say how busy you are because I think what it does when I hear other people as well, like what it says is like, I'm so busy. Woe is me. Nobody could be as busy as me. And I'm just like, okay, that all needs to go. You chose it. So if you're busy and you're like, oh my God, like, Really? You are so lucky to be busy and everything that you said yes to is on your plate because mm-hmm. you said yes to it. Yep. Well, I'm facing it and embracing it. Yeah. I love that. I, I throw, literally love it. I throw one more question here real quick. Okay. Really easy one. We talked this whole time about 2020. Mm-hmm. I want you to look back on 2019, mm-hmm. spur of the moment. What are you most proud of or what did you do really, really well in 2019? 2019, I learned to say no. Like a boss. Like a I'm boss. so jealous of your no muscle that you developed. I brag to people about it now. I, and I hate this word, but I, I learned to put myself first more and be selfish. It's not the right word. Just, I learned to put myself first more. I gave myself space by saying no and by saying no and giving myself space. Another amazing, beautiful dream was realized. And that would not have happened if I wouldn't have been patient with myself in the giving myself more space. And it's so funny because I say give myself space yet. I'm like, I was really busy this year, but nothing compared to the year before. Just in a different way. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm proud of myself for how I said no. Yeah, I'm proud of you too. It really was inspiring to me. Hmm. How about you? Something I'm most proud of or did really well in 2019. You know, I'm most proud of and I actually did a podcast on this last week. I'm most proud of the tribe of men and or even men and mm. women that I have put together in my life in this city of Los Angeles. Yeah, you are so the way good I've at connected, that. the the network I've created. This year I did that like a freaking legend. You really did. And I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I'm so grateful for my tribe right now. Uh, and, and so that's why like earlier when I said, we've never had better contacts or more support in place. Mm-hmm. This is the year. This is the year. And it's because of the results of me being so intentional about creating what I really wanted in 2019. So I'm dang proud of that. And, and I did that so well. How did you, how did you show up in the room so that I, I will say something I've watched is epic human beings be attracted to you. And I can't say that that's always been the, you've always had great people in your life, but the level of people that you've attracted is totally different. And it's because you showed up different this year. What do you think was different? It's a really good question on the spot. Um, One, the intentionality. Oh, okay. A couple of things are starting to come in. One, I was intentional about like, this is a year I'm going to go out and I'm going to choose really good high-performing people because they're good people, not because Mm. they're shiny. So then I was automatically excited for each of these interactions as opposed to just doing it because maybe it was going to be a good connection or something because you show up differently when you're excited about it. Totally. it's more authentic. Like all of a sudden you have a great energy connection. Okay. That is huge. I hope everybody just got that because anytime I've ever been in a room where I was like, oh, I need to connect with a shiny person because they have this going on or that going on, it has failed me miserably. And when I've switched it to exactly what you said, like just find awesome people. Mm-hmm. Everybody has value. Like find, and it makes you unearth the value and be totally blown away. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think the second thing is, I always talk about creating relationship capital. Yeah. And that is constantly and intentionally thinking, what can I do for these people? What can I do for the, how can I help them? How can I solve a problem yeah. for them? That I've been thinking that way for a few years now, 
And what we're seeing this year is the compounding effect mm-hmm. of day in and day out waking up saying, how can I help these people? How can I solve a problem for them? How can I add value to them? Yeah. Just playing the long game. And so now I've just literally become known for the person who is, um, you know, given and given and given without asking for anything in return. Yep. And so I think that is why I'm showing up in these rooms differently or why you're seeing these relationships, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm going to use your words, be attracted. Yeah. A million percent. I've watched you show up that way. Um, then I think the third thing is I really realized my value this year. I've just, that's huge. I've got a whole next level confidence, a whole next level of achievement, a whole next level of like, damn it, I know what I'm good at. I'm not going to pretend to be good at anything that I'm not good at. And I'm going to lean into those strengths. I'm going to lean into that certainty. And if it's for you, awesome. We're going to jive. And if it's not for you, no problem next. Like I've got no attachment to an outcome having to be a certain way or someone having to like me. Oh, there it is. I just don't have this attachment to somebody having to like me or having to approve of me or or wanting to partner with Mm -hmm. me. I already have enough of that in place where now it's just like, who's for me? Totally. Who's not? No problem. And I've really started to obey chemistry this year, Mm. right? Like if we have chemistry, I'll lean into it. If we don't, I'm yeah, done I walk forcing away. It doesn't it. matter who it is. Yeah. I don't I'm, care who I, it I've is. I've had so many letdowns where I was like, oh, I'm so excited to collaborate. Oh, I'm so excited to meet this person. Oh, I'm so excited. And then the chemistry is not there. And you yeah. can't control chemistry. You can't manufacture chemistry. You can't explain chemistry. It's either there or it's not. And I've just started to listen to the chemistry, which has made life so much more comfortable. Yeah. As opposed to trying to manufacture something or keep something alive that's not there. Oh my God. Same. Like we've gone to dinners where I'm like, man. We could, this could really, like everything on paper looks so good, but I just feel like I'm resuscitating something when I'm with this person, not, not because of them, because you're trying to keep energy up and you just can't get it to happen. And yeah, obeying it is just like so beautiful because it's a law. It's like, if it's not there, you're going to struggle. I love that. All right. How should we close this thing? First, I want to close it by saying I just figured out why the wires are always knotted up on the headphones. Why? Because I just watched you just pick up the wire. Oh my God, I played with it the whole time. I just watched you turn it into a little ball of chaos. I didn't realize I do that. I come up here and I'm like, why is this knotted up? To a podcast, I must leave you with this little So that's one way we can tie it up literally because it's tied up. (laughs) 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 The second way is to say, you know, all of those things that you just said about growth happened in loving yourself. Like you truly, you learned to love who you are, right? Mm-hmm. In this last year. And I can say as someone who was watching, not even from the sidelines, from on the field, it's because you put yourself in the fire so much over the last two years. Like you have just, you wouldn't know your worth if you wouldn't have done things that make you um, step into your worth mm-hmm. and call on your highest self. Yeah. Like you've just had to get fierce with like, you've been in tough situations. Mm -hmm. You've had some people do some shitty things Mm -hmm. and you know, you have the coolest thing is to watch you stop in the middle when you're really pissed off and be like, okay, what's the most loving thing I can do right now? Mm. That's power. That has been strong this year. I think I want to wrap it up this way. I want to say thank you. I mean, here we are at the end of the year. Another great podcast year in the books, another great you know year of accomplishments in the, in the books. So I want to say thank you first and foremost to every single person who's ever listened to an episode. Like that means a lot. 
mm-hmm. to anyone who's ever shared an episode, to anyone who's ever DM'd me on Instagram uh, with a compliment or a question, to every single person who's ever bought a Money Principles course or a Mastermind or, or anything else that we've ever put out there, and to every single person who supported us. Like This is just mm-hmm. a great time to say thank you to every single person, including if this is in your ears right now, you're on that list because every download, every listener means a lot. And then I'd be an idiot if I didn't add you to that list. Thank you, mm-hmm. Lori, for always leading by example and calling me out when when I make a bad decision or when I'm not showing up the way I want to show up and for taking us on some wild adventures that mm-hmm. you know we've always had this agreement to try everything on for size. And I try these things on for size and they turn out to be a great fit. And it's something mm-hmm. I'd never try on otherwise. So thank you for being the greatest freaking wife on the planet. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being the most amazing husband, epic supporter, um, massive, just the, you inspire me with how you connect to people, how you lead people, how you show up for people, how you don't stop giving to people. Sometimes I'm like, my God, stop. Just kidding. But for real, that's how generous, that's how generous you are. Sometimes I'm like, man, you got to also make sure your cup is filled, but it's so inspiring to me the way that you just pour and pour and pour into people. Mm. Well, this is a big thank you to everyone who's listening right now. And by the way, just like we started the show, if you have a podcast, if you have a fitness brand, if you have a uh, online brand, if you if you have any kind of business whatsoever, if you identify as an entrepreneur and you're not doing events in 2020, you're going to be left behind. Mm-hmm. So go check out eventlove.com so we can teach you how to build your event, run your event, speak at your event, make sure it's a profitable event and fill your event face-to-face for five days straight. It's going to be intense. It's going to be awesome. It's not for everyone. It's just for the people that really want to blow up doing events the right way in 2020, making Mm -hmm. them profitable. Check it out at eventlove.com. That's E-V-E-N-T-L-U-V.com. Eventlove.com. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And we will see you in the new year. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, all. I'm so excited to share with you. Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network, and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton, and it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight 
fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart ai platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com want to know a huge secret to my success Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. 
It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori.